0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BronxPinstripes.com proudly brings to you the most exciting Yankees podcast in the world. George's box. Welcome back to George's box. I'm JJ. I'm Nick. And I mean, this is the week that you are a Yankee fan. Like this is, this is what we do. I'm going to retweet my tweet from like a couple years ago that I do every year on opening day. Whoever made you a Yankee fan, call them, text them, whatever it is. Thank them. Even when and I'm probably going to be negative here, it's still better than being like a fucking Brewers fan or like more closely being a Mets fan. Like I still wouldn't want to be a Mets fan right now than be a Yankees fan.
2: 100 percent every year on opening day we at least have a chance a a puncher's chance like we're never going into the season i mean i'm 30 yeah i'm 30 years old i think 2016 is really the only year that i went into it like wow we have no shot this is a rebuilding year and that's one year out of 30 that i've been alive
1: yeah and that's pretty cool i've said like i don't think this is the team that wins the world series but like we're sitting here on March 27th. So there aren't many people who could be like this is the team that's going to win the World Series. And if you are, you're probably being delusional about things. There is a lot that can happen over the course of a season. Um I've said like I think I was on ESPN Syracuse earlier today. I said like I think this team wins the division. I just don't think right now that it wins the World Series.
2: Okay. All right. We're going to do we're going to do predictions at the end. I'm okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the division. I'm going to decide between now and, you know, the next hour, whether I think this is a division, division winning team. And the reason I don't, I might not think so is we have three starters down out of five, 60% of our rotation is on the IL. And I was thinking about it. Like you start spring training, you have 14 guys, right? You have your nine, your nine position players, including the DH and you have your five starters. So that's 14 regulars. And you hope that, all right, maybe you'll lose one or maybe you'll lose one of those. In spring training, or maybe two, and we lost four. We lost Bader and three starters, and that's just—it's just, just kind of tough coming out of the gate losing four guys for at least the first month, you know, out of those. And, and 14 that's on regulars. top
1: of let's call out the yeah, average. we do not
2: have a left fielder.
1: Right, right. That's like also we don't—you know—we don't have a left fielder. We had a competition going at shortstop. I'm, I know we're going to talk about that. Imagine we didn't talk about that. We just did a whole episode and never yeah, mentioned. Oh, oh, come on, come on. Yeah. And then you know, I know he hit three home runs in three games recently. You know, he's changed his mechanics, Josh Donaldson. But, like, that's also another potential huge hole. And so adding those other four is nightmare scenario. It's as bad of, like, we've seen some bad injury seasons, but we have not seen a, like, spring training like this. I can't remember ever with, like, you get the occasional, like, Oh, we lost Sevi. You know, he went out to for his start, and then he didn't make his start, and we lost him. That's one starter. We've lost three starters, and the first time we've had a center fielder, like a true center fielder, in years.
2: And that and that's tough, is because there really was no backup plan. The backup plan is to have Judge be the center fielder. Nobody thinks that's a good long term idea. He can handle it day to day, obviously. He was pretty solid out there, but but nobody wants that long term. And they don't really have anybody else. Hicks is way too slow to play out there in in center field. So it's really, it's got to be Judge, I I think, on Thursday. But I want to be positive. We've, you know, a lot of times we're negative and rightly so. But I am fired up about Volpe. We said it. We'll believe it when we see it. We said he'd need to absolutely slam the door down and make it so that Cashman had no choice. He did it. He played a hell of a game all spring training. And he is going to be in the lineup on Thursday. I'm super fired up about it. So,
1: you know, we all saw the video. I think if I was in his position, it's just like, I don't know. I'm a, a weird guy. I would have been like, so I'm the starting shortstop of the New York Yankees. Like, I just want someone to say yes to that. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, yeah. you know, like that's just so we're clear. Yes. Um. And I joke that like Cashman looked annoyed in it. Um. I saw a lot of that. Not just you. So. It is a – listen, it it was a competition. It was a true – like it really – none of us believed it was a competition, right? And I think going into it, even if it was a competition, he came out of the gate ranked third of three. You know, on top of like experience, you know, or how he plays, like there are a lot of things stacked against Young's options, whatever. So – He went out, which is awesome. And some people may say, like, oh, that's kind of like he forced. I think he kind of bailed the Yankees out. Without Volpe in the starting lineup on Thursday, how excited are you really to be going to that
2: game? Exactly. Exactly. Other than seeing Cole, which I'm always excited for because he pitches every opening day, there wasn't a lot of juice. You're right.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, and I get it. Some people are excited to go out there, see Cole, you know, throw five inch to three run ball, and leave with a, you know, three run, three to one deficit. <laughs> like that, that's what we're looking at.
2: I think that's what happened last year. And exactly.
1: now, and now, you know, and I say that because it's, you know, it's early in the season. He's not going to throw a complete game on opening day, all that stuff. Um, Cole is still the ace. I'm not trying to undercut him at all, but with Volpe there, you know, and then there's all the things he's the youngest. He's the first player to play their first Yankee game on opening day since Derek Jeter. He's 21. Jeter was 21. He's from North Jersey. I saw a video. Did he live in the city for a little bit? Volpe? I'm not sure. He, I saw a video on, I think like yes, put it out where he was talking about, like, yeah, I love to be in the city. My dad, like we'd walk over to the park at 96th and Lex. There's a school with a, a playground. We'd play Yankees, Red Sox, you know, and I, I'm playing shortstop for the Yankees. I lived at 96th and third. That was I would go. I walked by there every day to go on the train in that park. Um, and so thinking of the years, because I'm so old and he's so young. Like, did I ever see, like, Volpe there taking ground balls from his dad? I lived there from, like, 2013 through 17. So he was,
2: like, 11. Yeah. Maybe you were stumbling by one day, you know, drunk or hungover. Now, if I was drunk,
1: I wasn't getting off the train. I I took an Uber. (laughs) But, yeah, like, who knows? Like, I thought that was kind of cool. But, yeah, listen, I I do think, like, fans as a whole are, like – Everybody thinks they're this kid's uncle. Like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Like, at the end of the day, he's just a dude who can pretty much only let me down from here. So, like, you, you got to temper those expectations. But like, it's exciting. It is exciting to see, like, this is a kid who w- always wanted to be a Yankee. Like Jeter, wanted to be the shortstop for the Yankees. And so while I don't get, like, as a 38-year-old man, I'm never going to buy his jersey I really just want him to get me a World Series. That's all I care about. But he can be Derek Jeter to another generation of kids so that, you know, 26 years from now, some fucking 38 year old psychopath can be podcasting every week or whatever the like, yes. cool thing is then. Exactly. Like, so I am excited for that because I have always like I worry about the game
2: itself and like getting kids there and pricing kids out and all that stuff. And, and they need a face and judge let's be honest he'll be 31 in like a week he's gonna have a couple more great years and, and then Volpe's gonna be the face Volpe is good there's gonna come a time where it's like a transition from judge to Volpe you would hope the cool thing about him too is he was the 30th pick in the draft it's not like he was the third overall pick and was immediately hyped even two years ago he wasn't even a top 10 Yankee prospect and now he's the third and now he's like the top prospect in baseball so it's really cool to see him developed I also think that Five or ten years ago, I don't think this would have happened. I think the Yankees are feeling the pressure from social media and fans, and like fans were clamoring for Volpe. They did it with the Judge contract. I just think I've, I think we've gotten to a point where the the front office is aware of the fan base, at least the ones that are active on social media. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think it's a, um,
1: yeah, you know, I, I think it's a matter of one you know like them being alert to you know what is going on in terms of it. and I don't know the numbers off the top of my head of like attendance and like rebounding from covid and stuff like that but I would imagine that these couple of years especially after you go out and you give judge 40 million dollars a year like getting people to the ballpark is very important and five million dollar judge hitting 30 something home runs is a lot different than 40 million dollar judge like some of the shine now that he's gotten paid some of the the allure of judge is worn off of course and so you need a little bit of that allure i don't know how many like we're out of 90s yankees to retire their jersey or give them a monument or you know but like what
2: are you going to do there oh, we got the 25th anniversary for the 98 team this year i'm sure they'll yeah. <laughs> do something
1: like, you know, when in doubt, <laughs> show the fans Wade Boggs on a horse. <laughs> and I think from like, you've got to do something. And I do think that there is pressure and it really helped that the kid balled out. And, you know, one of the criticisms was like, well, he's not facing the best pitchers, you know, because spring training, you know, is he's, he's facing who you put on the mound.
2: Yeah. Playing with it's the starters. You know.
1: Yeah. That's all you can do is play who they put on the mound.
2: And you know what? Peraza and IKF didn't hit those exact same guys. Exactly. And Peraza is going to go to the minors and play short, which – I'm not thrilled about, but some, you can't have everything you want, and I'm, I'm just happy that, that Volpe's up. I, I do think IKF at six million dollars, it's a solid utility guy if he can play short and third as a backup, place place him outfield as a backup. I'm fine with that. I don't think I don't think I'll hate him as much just because of the new role. Yeah, and he's also like, I mean, I think he led the team in stolen bases last year, so
1: he's also hey eighth inning. Yeah, you know, Donaldson hits a double. That's an easy yes. you know, easy pinch runner. Yeah. Which helps because we've talked about the lack of athleticism for years. And now when you think if you've got IKF in almost like the the Tim LaCastro role, um, and now you've got Volpe's a fast kid who stole a lot of bases in the minors, you know, he may come in and steal forty bases. You know, with the the pitch clock, the bigger bases, all like everything set up for him as a rookie to steal forty bases.
2: Yeah, I want to run. I want to run a ton this year. When Bader comes back, I want him running. I want Volpe running. If IKF's in there, he should run. Judge Judge can steal a few. Like, let's take advantage of this and steal some bags. You talked about the attendance with Volpe. I got to think, they have a lot of April home games. In April, every team has a tough time drawing in April, I mean, they, they play the Phillies on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Where, I mean, nobody's going to be there. I think that factored in. And I also think I'm telling you that new rule where you get the extra draft picks if the guy finishes top uh, top three rookie of the year voting. Like, I think that factored in as well. I think that was a really good structural change that they did.
1: Yeah, I mean, if it played a role, then I like it. I don't, I, I don't know everything they look at in making these decisions. Like, I, I think without that, like, the decision was still obvious. Maybe it maybe it played in a little bit, and when you do look at like the spring he had, you look at the head on his shoulders. He's gonna bat in the bottom of the lineup. I saw, like he's gonna bat ninth, and I saw yeah. some people like really what? like, no, let the kid bat ninth. Yes, like let him be the best nine hitter in the league. For all I care, he can move up, but like just let him do that. He's a twenty-one year old shortstop
2: who weighs one hundred and seventy pounds, soaking wet. Let him bat ninth. Batting ninth is fun, too. This has nothing to do with anything. But I usually either batted first or last, depending on how good the team was. And batting ninth, you always get a first pitch fastball. They're usually taking you lightly as yeah. a hitter. Like it's a really soft landing spot for him. And of course, if he if he balls out, they're gonna put him, they're gonna put him at leadoff. I mean, they just give it a few weeks. Yeah.
1: But like let the kid get comfortable. And I think, you know, they're gonna surround him with like the discipline. If you think about like judge. Has stayed, like, very balanced. He's overcome a lot of injuries. He had high expectations. He went out there. He won a rookie of the year. Maybe had an MVP stolen from him. Got an MVP. And so if he can, you know, do that. Did Stanton win a rookie of the year? I don't think he won a rookie of the year. I just so think he, he probably came that came up, like, mid-year. Yeah. He's yeah. The, but, like, get in the top three as long as he can play and the game doesn't become too much for him or he doesn't, you know, he's not – injured like yeah he can get in the top three especially in the new york market i mean that you also gotta remember like he's gonna be on more nationally televised games than most
2: oh yeah no he'll, he'll get the exposure they're gonna be have a ton of games on fox saturday night espn sunday night that that won't be an issue at all it, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome to see him peraza will be will be at short i do you think you think dj or donaldson starts on opening day or do you think they? Maybe DH Glaber and they both get to play. What do you what do you think there? While we stay on the infield here. Yeah, I
1: mean, I think it depends what Stanton's going to do. If they think they can, you know, they're going to put Judge in center field, Stanton in um, right field, uh, then yeah, then I guess I would, I would probably yeah, DH Glaber. Unless like there's anything going on that we don't know about in terms of you know someone else could use the DH day.
2: Yeah, I mean, that'd be awesome for opening day. I think, I don't think Stanton and right judge and center is going to be a regular thing, but I think for opening day, opening day, they'll do that. They'll do that at least, I would hope, once a week.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think that without a center fielder, judge has to play center field. I think that Stanton, if we can just get Stanton to play more regular right field, Cause I don't, I feel like Stanton, if you're, if he's going to be a right fielder, he can't also play left field this year. He doesn't, no, have the no, ability no. To move he back. hasn't
2: played left. I don't think since like 2019. No, he played some games in left. In I left.
1: Think la- I think last On year. The, oh,
2: right, all right. Admit it made or Fenway, but not a Yankee state. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah
1: so, God. you know, injuries have, you know, saved Hicks and the ability that he, you know, he can bat lefty sometimes helps him. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think if you can get him out there – listen, I need Stanton in the field maybe twice a week, maybe the occasional three times a week. It's like 50 games
2: over the course of a season.
1: Yeah, like let's get him out there twice a week through April and May. Then like, you know, June maybe twice a week. Last week of June three times. Like once a month have that week bump up to three depending on like where
2: they are be perfect they haven't announced who won the left field job by the way i don't know if you've oh, it's called aaron that. aaron hits unless they, they're gonna go with cabrera i think there's some there's some rumblings it could be cabrera nothing they, they've been very official about the volpe thing i haven't heard a word from anybody and this is as of 5 30 on monday i haven't seen any official announcement unless something came down within the last hour or two that anybody had won the left field job
1: yeah, I mean, I don't think that – so I don't think there is a left field job to win. I don't think there is going to be like, this is our left fielder. I think it's going to be – these are the guys on the roster. And I think Cabrera and Hicks are going to both be on the roster. And then it's going to be based on, like, who's hot, who's going to get the opportunity, you know, whatever, whatever they're feeling. But I don't think anyone is the
2: left fielder. I think I agree. I, it's like kind of like the year. I think it was 2021 where they said Clint won the job, but they basically just Clinton Gardner kind of rotated every other day. I think it'll be about a 50 50 split between Hicks and Cabrera. And then also giving maybe judge in there a little bit and left. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, judge will definitely play some left. I think when you get, when
1: it gets back to when Bader's back, I like Bader up the middle judge in left. And then Cabrera, Stanton, Hicks, in that specific order of depth, in the outfield, in right field. And IKF is out there somewhere, maybe, for some games. You know, you hope you don't have to see IKF playing the outfield in April, unless it's like a blowout
2: game. Yeah, no, you, you probably don't want to see that. I think he could handle the corner center center. I have no interest in seeing in seeing him out there, out there in center field. But we've. One thing we've talked about is that you know Glaber and trading him, and I wanted to trade him in November. And Frankie Montas is out until August. Then we found out that Rodon is going to miss a month. Then we found out that Seve will—he'll be a whole other topic—is going to miss some time. You know, the anticipation or the need to trade Glaber for a pitcher just keeps going up as each of our starting pitchers go down. You you have to trade him. For a middle of the rotation starter. I don't even think it's a question at this point.
1: I just don't know. Like the getting's not good right now. Like who has an extra middle of the rotation guy and needs a second baseman?
2: So I've, I've seen a lot of that and how it's really hard to trade earlier in the year. But the Yankees did the I think it was Talkman for Peralta trade. That was like the second week of the season in April. Like it can it can happen.
1: Really? It
2: was very early. It was in April. Yeah,
1: but now you're talking about a the 26th man on the roster for a reliever.
2: Yeah, it's a little different. And I'm, I'm was, not saying uh,
1: it's doable. I'm not. And saying we it's were a little hard. forced because of like injury. I uh, we're forced because of injury here. Well, I think well we were gonna re- I think we were gonna like release Talkman because like someone was coming back. Okay, in in 20. Yeah, so 20, he got 20, 20, traded 20. on April 27th. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I believe someone was coming um, off the like the IL and it was just like a numbers game. So you possible, know, I,
2: man. People do it, it happens though, and, and everyone's just assuming like, oh, you gotta wait till July. It can happen and they just they have a need. Like this is a clear, like I'm looking at our assets and we're missing this and we have too much of this. But who needs a a second baseman? I'm not a GM, but I'm sure somebody needs an infielder out there that think. So
1: what you have to find there is a team that thinks Glaber is one of their missing pieces. Yep. And has an extra pitcher to give up.
2: Yeah, he's a 25 homer guy. He's a two time. He does have some upside. We get on him a lot recently. He does have some upside. Maybe you attach a prospect.
1: I mean, you're going to say
2: he's a two time all star, like not this decade. No, <laughs> it's true. Look, he's got – he does have some pop, and maybe you attach a prospect. Dude, they need – they have no more starting pitchers left. We traded them all for Montas. We traded – I have this deer. J.P. Sears, Hayden Wisniewski, and Ken Waldachuk are all in other people's rotations, and they were all traded for, I think, Montas. And uh, who's the reliever we got that needs Tommy John? Elfros, elfros. Yeah, yeah, So. Yeah, we traded all the three healthy pitching prospects for two injured pitchers. Yeah. No, I mean, and, you, you know, you hear the reports that, like, uh oh,
1: Monta, like, now that they're traded and now that they're signed, Mont- like wasn't good and the Yankees, like, over it. Um, uh, Rodon is, you know, he, he had some problems last year and they weren't as widely reported. A lot of it comes down to just, like, poor roster construction yes by cashman like could have made a move earlier in spring training could have made a move in the offseason and now peraza who did not play good in spring training like i can fully admit that um is in triple a so he can get every day you know yeah so you know it's a tough um it's a tough situation i wish brian cashman did a better job
2: no, no, me too. They have they have too many infielders. You thought at some point in the offseason you trade one of them. But to me, it's not even about who's the number two. We know you need seven or eight or nine starters just to get through a regular season. And the way I look at it right now, I I don't think they have enough starting pitching. Forget winning the World Series to just get by for 162 games. I mean, you had Clark Schmidt. Originally, he was this number six. Now he's the number two. He's starting the second game of the season. All of the depth is gone. And that that is what concerns me. I'll tell you what. There was like a part of me
1: that was like, you know, do I make a run up to this like Saturday game? Like just to fucking go. And then like I can make it home by WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania this weekend. And um,
2: like oh, it's Clark Schmidt. That takes all the wind out of your sails. It really does. Yeah, especially when you thought it was going to be Rodon, or even Severino would have been. Yeah, It been fun. It really does. It does. I mean, it's I, I think
1: maybe Neil Keefe wrote it. Shout to Neil said when we signed judge, we said, if you sign with us, we we can still go out and get more. We got Rodan and said we weren't done. We were, in fact, done. We did nothing else. I mean, I'm seriously like, I don't, do we sign Matt Harvey to a minor league deal? Like, cause we need
2: arms. He's cooked, but there's gotta be, there's gotta be somebody he else. He just played for Mike Piazza. Come on. <laughs> it, dude, it's, it's scary. Like when you think about Clark Schmidt starting the, starting the second game and, and remember Nestor's coming off the hamstring that Cole's really the only one that's yeah. fine. And I'm not going to knock the road. It's way too early. I wanted Rodon. I'm not going to knock that at all. I am going to knock Seve, okay? This guy, third lat strain in five years. He had one in 2019. He had one last year. Now he has this one. He missed, and people are like, oh, he'll he'll be fine. He'll be back in April. He missed two months with this exact same injury last year. He didn't know what time a playoff game started in 2018. In 2019, he refused to get in an MRI tube, and then last year, he complained when they put him on the 60-day IL. Like, see it, dude. I- I'm done.
1: Yeah. I mean, you had to exercise the option because if he's anything, like it's worth the
2: $10 million. It's 15. Oh, it's 15. 15. And you know what, Jack? He pitched just well enough last year. That's the frustrating part is like he did just enough. It was an easy it. decision.
1: He he made it an easy decision. But yeah, I mean, you know, you know, for a while we blamed everything on our medical staff, like for years. But it seems to have taken a turn until this like spring training. It seems to have like taken a turn. Like Judge has been healthy for two years and he was a big issue. Mm-hmm. Stanton's not missing as much time as he used to. You know, we're seeing Rizzo, oh, the back, but he's back in a couple days. Like the timetables are aligning with like the reality. And Seve, is just like, I don't know like what he's doing in the offseason, or maybe like his body just isn't made for this. Like maybe he was in the major leagues. For a bunch of years, he's made like 50, 60 million dollars and he will get other opportunities. Like he'll be able to bounce around and pick up like, you know, next year, someone will give him a major league deal no matter what happens here. Pick up another five million. Then you get the like, oh, if you make the roster like bonus, you know, he can milk another 10 million dollars out of major league baseball. And who knows? Maybe I'm wrong and he turns it around. But the odds are at this point, like his
2: body just has given up on him. It hasn't. And he's not a guy that has deserved the benefit of the doubt. Like, do you do you feel that he's take doing everything he can and constantly and nutrition and working out? Like, I don't because of decisions he's made in the past and things he said in the past. I just don't like I'm sorry. I, I know it sounds harsh, but I'm just kind of assuming that he doesn't really take care of himself. I think he wants to show up, light up the radar gun, get on pitching ninja, do his like scream dance that he does after a strikeout. But like, I I don't picture him like grinding through film and studying hitters and, and taking care of his body. Like some of these other guys you hear about, I'm sorry. Like you don't get the benefit of the doubt when you forget what time a playoff game starts, when you refuse to get an MRI tube, you just don't. He, um, after this year, he'll have made on the field
1: $47 million. What a life. um, but, yeah, I think you bring up a good point. Now, I don't know if he's even on social media. I don't think I follow him or whatever. But, like, you never see, like, oh, here's a workout video of him from the offseason. Never. Now, he doesn't show up fat. But, like, um, even, even Chapman's, you know, shadow boxing with a cigarette in his mouth in the driveway. Like, we're seeing something. Like, I didn't love seeing Glaber – I guess he played in like the winter league or I don't know what he did. Like he was just kind of around baseball. So it was like, oh, well, he's doing some stuff, but you've never heard a positive thing about like his work ethic or his off season workouts or what he's changed. No, like you bring up a good point that I never, that I never thought of. I was just like, ah, maybe his body's, you know, just not built for this.
2: And just the knowing how to pitch, like, I, I feel like he's that guy that would just always had. I mean, I clearly, he's always had the rocket arm. He could just show up and blow it by people pretty much all the way through his rookie year or 2018. And now when it comes time to adjust or maybe, you know, do something with different with nutrition, do something different with training, switch up your approach. I don't, know. I'm not a professional pitching coach, but like you got to make some adjustments. It doesn't seem like he do that. He just seems like a guy that shows up, throws as hard as he can. And gets injured all the time. (laughs) I mean, I think for a while, like he had that like breakout season as a
1: starter and we're all like, all right. But that was a long time ago. I mean, I think years ago, I think his future is as a reliever. Like he could be a if he could be maybe a
2: great closer. Yeah, yeah there's no way I I don't think there's any way he's back even if he comes back May 1st which is like LMAO no fucking shot that's gonna he's out to the all-star break in in my mind but um even if he did come back relatively soon and dominate I just I just can't see Cashman shelling out for this guy after he's burned us so many times and so much wasted money like it might just be time to part ways
1: yeah I'm you know there's a sour taste in your mouth who knows like who who will offer him an amount of money that we're not willing to because we're around him every day
2: exactly it's it's somebody else being like oh that guy throws a hundred i can get it out of him
1: yeah and and i'm not even saying that like he made he's going to make 15 this year and then next year someone's going to give him you know 20 like it may just be like seven million's not worth it for us but like it's worth it for milwaukee
2: Yeah, no, for sure. And and you think back to that fateful week in March of twenty nineteen. I think it was back to back days where Cashman gave the Hicks extension and the Severino extension. And, I praised and, it. I praised it. Both you of praised them. both? I praised the Sevi one, but I didn't like the Hicks one. But anyway, two extensions, the only two extensions they've really ever done. And yeah. they were both complete zeros. Yeah, I mean the Hicks one, because I still look at it that like if he if
1: moving on from Hicks was the thing that was like keeping us from winning the world series.
2: You can walk away from $10 million.
1: The problem is it's like the, he's not what's
2: holding. Like there's a lot of other issues. Yeah. Yeah, no, he is. We, I'm, we talk about him enough, but you know, faithful, faithful week, the, the rotation's very concerning. And I, it's like, Oh, he might only miss one start. I guarantee you, guarantee you that Severino will not pitch in April at all. He probably won't pitch in May. We're probably looking at maybe mid June. If I had to guess, I mean, is he throwing right now? They're shutting him down for seven days, and then he's going to throw. So I think we're on day three of that. But has he ever not had a setback? He's the slowest. Other than Stanton, he's the slowest healer in the world.
1: Yeah, like I just don't see mathematically if like if that throwing is Wednesday or Thursday, and then he's just going to skip one time in the rotation. No chance. Uh, like I just don't think he hasn't. He's done enough in spring training to be ramped up. Unless we're just like, hey, we can throw him out there for three innings. And that's if everything
2: heals great, which
1: I don't think is going to happen.
2: It never has. He had the lat strain, the 2019 one. It kept him out. He missed from like April to September. And then last year was I looked it up. It was July 14th. He made his last start and he came back September 21st. So I I think that's what we're looking like. I don't have a reason. I have no evidence to sit here and say, oh, he'll be back in three weeks. Yeah, no, there's nothing to – yeah, it just – it hasn't
1: happened before. Like there's no – other than I I guess a trainer saying it, which like we're hearing through Boone, and they tend to be more on the optimistic side. And it's just like, yeah, he could miss one start. Like I don't know. I could make that start in
2: general. Like in theory, that could happen. The odds are about the same for both. Frustrating because you thought – I thought that like this would be the year – contract year if he's ever gonna focus and lock in and be healthy like this would be the year and to have it already before before opening day even hits to have him go down and the timing of it like the last week of camp it couldn't have been it's always that yeah 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 couldn't have been february 28th no it's got to be march 28th like that's just seven yeah i sound I mean, really mean it's just it's just frustrating
1: it i guess we are kind of saying like it's on him um Because, again, like we just haven't there's nothing we've never heard about him working hard. No, (laughs) we've never heard about effort. And then when you have the bad results physically, it's not even like bad results on the mound. It's like physical, mental,
2: you know, just unpreparedness. That's the issue. Very, very frustrating. And the the reason is it's so tantalizing to think about when he is on and when he is healthy. Like, he's fucking fun to watch. He's striking guys out. He's stalking around the mound. Like, I love watching him pitch. I think he has a great mound presence. I, I love his swagger when he's out there. He's just never out there. Yeah. No, I mean, that's exactly the issue. Um, so very, very frustrating. Bullpen, Canely is having setbacks. I didn't even have this on our topic sheet, but he's getting a cortisone shot. I'm thinking – Mid May, June, maybe, not even, yeah, maybe, and it's
1: like Cainley's. There are certain guys, like you know, if you think about Cainley, it's like, all right, well, he throws hard for the bullpen. Like, if we could have him back May fifteenth or June fifteenth, like sometimes you take June fifteenth if it means he's going to be healthier. Like if he's, if he's had setbacks, it, like whichever situation is
2: going to have him there on October first, because like right. that's when we're going to need him. Right. And with the bullpen, we have a lot of good high leverage relievers. It's okay if one of them is kind of hurt at all times. Yeah. What hurt us last year is I think it was like Holmes, Luizaga and King were all injured at the same time for at least three, four weeks. And that killed them. Like you can't have can't really at the same time, like Chapman's getting like tattoo infections. Yes. (laughs) How miserable is he going to be in Kansas City? (laughs) Like
1: like. When I saw it, I was like, does he even know what team he signed for? <laughs> like, he's got to have some trick up his sleeve. That's either a, like, he's hoping to reinvent himself for a few million dollars and get traded to a playoff contender.
2: I think they're hoping that, too. Like, the yeah. Royals aren't competing. But I just, Miami, maybe he lives in Miami. You know, the Cuban connection. Miami would have made so much sense. The, the Royals, like, him going to the Midwest, I just can't picture it it's, at all. Yeah, it's like the weird thing where, like, so many, like, Cuban players, I mean, him, too. Him, we like go to Cincinnati, and it's like, yes. what are we doing here? Yes, really excited to see King though back. I was at the game, it was the game before the in Baltimore when he broke his arm on the mound. It was really depressing, it was 100 degrees that day, but he's back. He's apparently all systems go. I assume we'll see him opening weekend for sure. If the Yank, I, I assume if it's tied or we have the lead, he'll be the first guy that Boone goes to. After Cole's done with his five and two thirds, but really pumped to see him, and pumped for the pen in general. Loizaga, Peralta. Holmes. I just love
1: I love seeing Peralta pitch because he always just looks like I have no idea how I got here. Yes, like yeah. he's a he's a very good pitcher. Just the expression on his face is just like <laughs> not quite sure. You know, it's like when I was like, you're probably wondering how I got here. Thanks. And he's got balls of steel, like
2: men on. Yeah, three doesn't give a fuck.
1: Does not give a fuck about the situation. That's also that plays into like I don't even
2: know how I got here. So like whatever. Little little Eli Manning in him. <laughs> um, all right, let's do let's do some predictions. There's been a lot thrown around. I actually looked this up. The Yankees. Everybody gives their predictions, but Vegas is usually the smartest. Their over under is 93 and a half wins. So either they're going to win 93 or 94 is where they have it. What, what is your prediction for a record? This team I have at
1: like a 90 to 92 win team. Now there are things that could be done to like change that. There are moves that could be made. Um, But like, I just don't see right now how, and with like, I think it's going to take less wins to win the division. Because we're not playing each other 18 times. It's spread out. We're playing everyone. So less divisional games. I think you kind of spread the love around. Like, I can see the Yankees winning
2: 92 games. The Blue Jays winning 90. And us still winning the division. God, did you see what I had written down or no? No. I have 91 and 71. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and I actually had – I had so I had 95. 95 was my number going into camp. The, what got me down to 91 was – Obviously Montas, Severino, and Rodon. It's just pure purely pitching. Yeah. Like Bader, Bader didn't really change it for me. Even Montas didn't really change it for me. Rodon and Severino is what is what dropped it. Um I again, I don't think I think there's going to be a lot of teams. Like I think us, the Rays and the Blue Jays will all be between eighty eight and ninety four.
1: Like, yeah, I think that I think the Red Sox are gonna be terrible. I think the Orioles are gonna be an exciting team. I think they're going to be exciting to watch. No, to to win it all. Uh, I'm also excited to not play them 18 times because they have that young core that's yes. just like just dumb enough to go out there and you know take eight games from us. Um, the Rays, I really, I honestly just like don't know much about like their roster construction. I uh, haven't been watching them closely, but like they're always in contention. I do think it comes down to us in the blue Jays. I do something like their little brother. Um, I think that we can control our own destiny. And if you could put, like put on the billboard, some of the things that Vladdy jr. Said about us. Yeah. And let's go out there, you know, and kick their ass. But like, I think it's going to be a tough, you know, First I thought like, hey, this is still like a nine win team. And then Montes, it's like, all right, like we could get over that. That doesn't really impact it. But then when you start to lose, like you said, Rodon, Sevy, Bader, and as time click like ticks on and we're not making other moves, like I thought there was going to be a big trade in spring training. And there wasn't. And so it's just like the trades get harder to make. And I don't know, like Gleyber Torres is not a superstar player, so there's not a big splash in like getting him and having him for a year and a half, so I don't know who has like what would be a, a number three starter for us available that they'll take for a second baseman.
2: It It is hard to visualize now. You got to see who gets hurt, what teams yeah. are doing well. I mean, we're it, it hoping every, yeah. every second baseman in the league, I'm hoping, gets injured now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like Reese Hoskins, perfect example. The Phillies' first baseman randomly tours ACL, just fielding a grounder in spring training. Like, shit can happen at any time. The other thing that worries me with the injuries is like, we have all these injuries and the season hasn't even started yet. It's going to be cold, you know, in New York. These seven o'clock games on April 6th. It's going to be freezing. Guys are going to be tight. Like there are going to be some calves and hamstrings, but I I think 91 and 71, I I think think they end up as that four seed. They're like the first wild card. Okay. You you get a home, you get a home series. I think they win that. And then maybe they win in the DS and lose to Houston. Like I do think they'll win some playoff games, but I think this ends uh, with an ALCS loss to the Astros and I'll say five games. So you think we're better than last year? We got swept last year by the Astros. I don't think we're necessarily I know, I know. better, but I think they'll scratch out a way. They'll scratch out. Yeah. Win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's um, I mean, it would be progress. It, it, <laughs> unfortunately, it would be progress. And they'd be like, see, run it back. We're just getting better. Um, Yeah. I mean, it, it's tough to like project so far into like the playoffs of like where we'll end up because the biggest thing like you talked about is like. Where are we going to be pitching wise? Yes, like without these injuries, we were still worried about running out of pitching. And I don't know that Rodon misses
2: two starts, comes back, and then hits every start the rest of the year. Of course not, probably not. But give me—I don't know—if he can give me even twenty starts, you know, if he misses the I, the perfect season is thirty, you know, pitch two thirds of the season. Yeah. And, and I'll take it. The uh, The reason I don't think they're going to win the division, I think they're going to be right there. I think they're going to get to a point where it's like, you know what, we want Colin Rodon for this wild card series and fuck it. And let's let's line up. Like, I, I think you get to that point. Uh,
1: like you think it'll come down to that last week of the season. And yeah, we'll like, like, like I
2: think two games back and it's like, do we try to make up these two games right now? Or do we want Cole for game one of the, like, that's, that's what I think they'll do. And maybe rest guys, I think they, they can win the division. It won't be shocked. I think like 92, 93, 94 can win this division. I don't think they're going to have to win. Yeah. I think it's a
1: hundred, a hundred win division this year. No. Also just with like playing, you know, you're scattering some of the
2: head to heads like around the league, which to me, those, those games against the Rays and the Jays specifically will be a lot bigger because you only have so many head to head.
1: Yeah, Chances but it's him. also less times we're going to the TROP or less times yes. we're at the Rogers Center or Superdome or whatever, Skydome, whatever the Super hell.
2: Superdome, yeah. I'll see how I like it. I'm not sure how I'm going to like the new the new schedule, um, but I am kind of excited for less games at the TROP. We do get a little bit of a break playing the Phillies, you know, the second series of the season. Harper's out for the first two months, so we don't have to face him. Like I said, their first baseman, Hoskins, who's pretty good. Just tore his ACL. So they're going to be a little bit hobbled. Uh, He's got a beautiful dog. He's got a beautiful dog. Yeah, yeah. He's a community guy. Big community guy.
1: He used to live in Fishtown. I would see his wife and dog at the dog park. I did not know who they were until all my dog stuff happened.
2: Oh, okay. But it's
1: just like this big, beautiful white dog that's like, oh, no, I know. Like, you know that dog in the neighborhood.
2: Yes, yes, yep. Yeah. His wife apparently at a playoff game bought like 100 beers for like the entire section. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, apparently
1: his wife's really cool. They're um those are people as like we get ready for I don't think I've like talked about this at all. Like I got a book deal. I have a book coming out next year. Uh like I wrote a children's book. Um and so like they're people who like as we get into the like push in like twenty twenty four that I'm gonna try to like make a connection with just like local for like events and stuff like that.
2: You got to hope that he doesn't sign with a different team because I think he's a, I think he's a Boris guy and I think he's a free agent. Coming oh, out. is this his free agent year? Yeah, I get uh, him. I get him. Contact sooner rather than later. Yeah, who knows?
1: Well, does he live in Jersey now or does he still live in – I don't know Jersey. where they live. I know he moved out of Fishtown. I remember hearing that. Okay. But like it was apparently like that's a guy – I mean he
2: could be standing in line behind me to get coffee. I'd have no idea who he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. But I'm excited for – for Thursday, be going down. I'll be in Section 234, if anybody's around. right? Who are you right going with? Field. Me and the old man, as tradition. Nice. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean, as is tradition? You did not go with him last year. Oh, you're right. I went with you. Yeah. You probably wasn't around. I mean, we've gone a bunch of times. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, breaking yeah. I'm yeah, breaking yeah, balls. yeah. What's your dad think about the team? same as us. He's got like the same opinions as we yeah. do. Yeah, you know, pe- frustrated with Savvy, frustrated with the pitching depth, um excited about Volpe. Kind of the same, kind of just echoes the the general population, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think so. Um Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for baseball that matters. Like I've been in and out of spring training games like yeah. not, you know, not really caring. Um like, you know, I'm excited. The game will be on on Thursday, you know, Saturday. I now I have to go buy a suit. So I'll be doing like some running around. But like when I'm back, like the game, like. I'm excited to uh, just have like baseball on all the time. Yes. Like, so we do, you know, we eat a lot. of. I have two young daughters, three and a half, one and a half. We end up eating at the like the Kitchen Island a fair amount. Um, cause you're just at certain times you're just trying to get them to eat. So you can yeah. do best to go to bed. Yeah. And we try not to have the TV on in the living room because they get distracted by it. I don't think they're going to get distracted by baseball because <laughs> like that's on, like, it's no more, you know, we, we play a lot of, um, just like music. And then as they were like going to bed, you know, there's music playing throughout the house, which is, it's nice. I guess it's wholesome. Yeah. But now we're back to, I'm giving you a bath like with my head out the bathroom door because I'm trying to also like, you know, the bases are loaded. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, what am I going to do? Exactly. So, Yeah. No, I mean, I'm I'm excited for it. it was really like yesterday was just a beautiful day. Sunday was an absolutely gorgeous day. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, baseball is back. I took uh, one of my daughters to the park. And like there were, you know, all the all the little league fields were just like full of teams practicing and playing like whatever. And I was just like, it's back. Like, we yeah. are, we are excited. There's like just a feeling in the air. You know, I'm that much closer to just like being outside, like on my deck in my pool. We're pool like, guys. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, so I'm trying to focus on all those things and not. Get lost in the idea of. I think April. I, I mean, April's a slog of baseball anyway, because like the weather. Who knows what you're gonna get from the weather. Yeah, it's not that exciting to go to games at times because it's like it's just gonna be cold. Um, but trying to stay optimistic about it, trying to beat this seasonal
2: depression, one cold start at a time. No, dude, absolutely. It is. It it's just like two completely different lives. Like I feel like I have my off season life, and then I have baseball season life where i'm i'm watching the yanks i'm playing softball i'm going to the pool there's just so much more to do whereas in the winter it's like i i have nothing yeah i mean i think like wednesday night
1: as like my wife and i go upstairs i'm gonna grab her and just give her a big kiss like i'm going off to war like i'll see you (laughs) back you know like like i'm boarding the train to go like i'll i'll see you on the other side of this babe because like we're not binge watching anything like we just finished uh we just watched over the weekend dope sick on like hulu and now like tonight we'll watch last night's succession but there are no like she mentioned she's like oh we've got like other shows like no we don't (laughs) like the buzzer is going off yeah (laughs) like like yeah we'll squeeze in some stuff like they'll be you know they'll play the royals and i'll throw it on the laptop yeah 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 yeah. on a tuesday and i'll be like you know what babe treat yourself i'm here you get me (laughs) It's a lot of fucking baseball. It's a lot of baseball coming up.
2: It is. The the two TV setup is key, is key in my house. I think that's the key to any successful marriage, personally, if you're a diehard sports fan. Yeah, I was going to say, no, I think there are a lot
1: of normal marriages (laughs) that function without that. (laughs) <laughs> we are the exception it's not the other people yeah yeah you know? yeah <laughs> well we are the weird ones yeah i mean i haven't added uh i had one of my tvs in my office blow and i haven't bought another a new one
2: since um even though i bought a new mount so i'm thinking I, about like a little like 20 inch one to just throw on the changing table you know if you're like ever changing a diaper and the the games yeah. are on right not i mean i do
1: idea. a lot of like bads with it on the phone mm, okay you know so like that that happens yeah the, the phone just becomes like as i'm roaming through the house yes yes depending on the like situation if there's no ass i'm starting an inning that's fine but i hear some excitement we're going to the phone yeah yeah man
2: it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be fun it's gonna be exciting are you doing anything or are you like are you just blocking your calendar on thursday afternoon or
1: no i'll just have like i'll just have the game on in the background i don't think i have um i have like not many calls i have like maybe one like team meeting that i think might get canceled and so like yeah for the most part like i get to just like i'm done not like for the day but like i'm done with meetings by like one o'clock yeah so i get to you know watch it and i'm really excited for this pitch clock like i'm real yeah just like the idea of this
2: one o'clock game this game is done by four o'clock It is. I'll come back with some feedback or my experience on being there with the pitch clock because it will. I'm really going to have to time. All right. You've like if you need to go get a beer, go to the bathroom like you really got to be strategic about it.
1: You order to your seat. Just order to your seat.
2: All
1: right. There's going to be a ramp up. People are going to do it more and more. Right now, the quickest thing to do is probably just order it to your seat. Now, is that app.
2: through is that through the ballpark app or? Yeah, I think so. Okay.
1: I think that's what it is. But like they'll have menus in like at seats. I'm pretty sure it is the the ballpark at the Yankee Stadium app. That, that's that been
2: uh, I think that's been. Sunsetted. Oh, yeah. Huh. see more customer support. I'll have to check when I'm there. Maybe it's like a location thing where you can't see it unless you're unless you're there.
1: Yeah, well, I see, like, welcome to ballpark, no location, change my location. Yeah, I mean, they are they have something so that you can order um, stuff to your seat. And that's, like, I mean, that's the move. That's where it's going. If you think about it, over the past couple of years, so many teams have gone away from just, like, cash. Like, you can't yes. even use cash yes. at, at a lot of places. So you can go and you can stand in line and wait for, you know— Whatever, while you're still, you know, you're looking, you're trying to look past people, you're pulling one of these moves. Like, what did you get a hit? Foul, foul, you know, like that in line, or, you know, you order two beers when you got a piss. One of you takes a piss, the other one sits there, waits for the beers. Boom, beers come, come back. Boom. Now the next half inning, you go and take a piss. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, no one on. Here's the key is going to be no one on, two outs especially when the Yan- when it's the top of an inning. It's just like, I don't need to see this third out.
2: And if it's a home run, I don't want to see it anyway. We get a head start on that piss. My move is as soon as our half of the inning ends, like as soon as DJ grounds out to second or whatever, and the guy's flipping it to first, I'm getting yeah. up. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, you just got to like beat that rush. You got to find... Your like nearest location for a bathroom. But yeah, I think it's gonna be a big thing. You're an old soul, so like people like you are really gonna struggle with the like I don't wanna do an app. Like I wanna go up (laughs) there and get it and I just want it to be faster. Yes. No, you're right. I will, I will struggle. You got me pegged got me pegged well like yeah just you know i gotta put my i gotta put my credit card in and like god forbid it doesn't like go perfectly because you typed a number wrong but it's someone else's fault because like in that moment
2: you are furious no for sure it's gonna be great though opening week hope everybody's excited it's gonna be great thursday's gonna be great it's like christmas morning yeah
1: i mean i'm i'm pumped for it i'm pumped for baseball to be back i'm pumped to get to a game i'm pumped to watch highlights and you know, I don't watch as much Sports Center and stuff like that, but just to see like some of the stars of the game like do their thing, um, after seeing so many of them at the World Baseball Classic, like, you know, let's see what happens. Let's see how the game has changed because we've seen a lot of spring training, but there are new rules, there are new bases. Like, let's let's see what this game of ours looks like now. You can follow Nick on Twitter at NYY. Follow me at JJ from the Bronx. And listen, hey, if you're gonna be there Thursday. I mean, Nick's there, so you can just like DM him if you want to buy him a beer just ask what his seats are. You can send people beers. Ooh.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Send, send yeah. me beers. Yeah. Oh, man, wouldn't that be 234 row 16? Send me a beer. Yeah. Just
1: uh, I mean, I think you'd have to give the seat number too. Right, right. But well,
2: obviously I'm on the aisle, so we
1: don't. Yeah, need yeah, that. that'd be pretty cool. People start saying, that. "I wonder people are gonna get flirty sending people drinks." It's <laughs> <That's sick. laughs> yeah,
2: hey, it's like being at a restaurant. Are you gonna go? Do you and your dad go to the bars beforehand? I, not, one o'clock's tough. We get into, I got Amtrak. We get into. Pen at eleven oh five, so maybe, maybe, maybe one at Billy's. Maybe we'll
1: one time. quick pop at Billy's. Yeah. Well, yeah. hey, if you see Nick out there, say hi, buy him a beer. And if you don't see him there, you'll see him at the parade.